0: to you. do you Cockhead He's a real Surrey and stud Loves to split chicks With his butt kitty Cockhead To stroke his cone And suck on his balls kitty Cockhead What you gonna do I'm so-
1: a feeling about this.
2: Welcome to episode 400 of Blue Harvest. I'm your host, Halls Burkhart.
3: And I'm your host, Will Witten.
2: Oh my goodness, buddy. Holy schmoly. We made it. I was a little worried. We made a second, it. Buddy. I was a little You're worried. You were? Yeah. Why? Yeah. My
3: technical difficulties?
2: I was just like, oh man, it's, it's getting time. He ain't here yet. And then boom, oh, no. he showed up right on time. Right we on time. We got him. Right on time. My man shoo will whitten ah oh, buddy yes sir so we are gonna hang out with chat tonight we're gonna talk about star wars
3: visions volume two did you get a chance to watch all that i did everything except for the ninth episode i watched okay. eight of the nine okay okay
2: i think we can get plenty out of those first eight I um, tried we'll, to squeeze them all in this evening, and I, it was I just ran out of more. time, huh? Ran out of time. Um, so listen, we'll we'll do all that. We'll have a good time, uh, and we'll take voicemails and emails. We got a lot of those to get through. Um, so, buddy, first off, congratulations on 400. 400 papers. Eight years of this, this goofy shit, man. Look at us. Huh? Come pie, who, buddy. Who would have thunk it? High five. I know, man chat is blowing up my mom is here steve is here steve says the amount of raw sex appeal on the screen right now is unreal will oh. will said i gotta fix that curtain bro.
3: well there's some glare going on and yeah.
2: it's because jj abrams directed your scene that's yeah, cool it's, it's we lovely. got jj abrams to come in and set up will's shot uh eric struthers says congrats on 400. aaron boyd says worm worm, worm. <laughs> Jimmy Dice says, woohoo, 400. Sean Hoffman says, who up? Blue and they harvest. It's coming so fast and, and quick. Hannah says, woohoo, 400. Crowlisty says, so awesome. Congrats, you sexy motherfuckers. People seem to like that stupid little video I put together, huh, buddy? That's um, not stupid. It's kick-ass. Look at it's this. It's very impressive. Turbo says, Yeah! King Tom says, look at these handsome MFers. Look. Oh, you guys are too nice. Mother of Kitsune. Cindy, how's it going? Man.
3: Well, thank all you guys. So Emily said congrats. So people fellas. joining us tonight. I know, man. It's a little overwhelming. It's. I'm uh, feeling the love. It's getting me a little in the Listen,
2: chest. I respect a bit. I am being requested to chug a seltzer like I did on episode 350. I, nah, nah. I don't know. I don't know about all that be burping we'll get burping there. On we got it. there we go yeah we'll see we'll see how the we'll show see. goes i may have we'll to see. break ca- break glass in case of emergency yeah let's keep it on hand so buddy um speaking of of things that were made for the podcast you know started off playing you know some of the music people have sent in we got our lo-fi remixes we got our um mm-hmm. acoustic remake by our buddy sean also known as simon it's a little bit between me and Sean right there. Um, so one thing I thought would be fun for episode 400 would be to take a look back. Right. Oh I'm not going to segment this episode right into first part, last part. We're just going to weave voicemails and emails through the show, you know, when I feel they're appropriate. Right. Right. So we're not going to have that clean break where I would normally play, you know, one of the songs. But I, I wanted the original Kiadi Monday mundi song to be represented represented this evening. So what I did was I went back in the Blue Harvest archives, and somebody deleted it from the system. And Jocasta New got real mouthy with me about it. That's a story for another time. But I found it. The first time the Kiadi Monday mundi song was ever played, here's a little trivia for you guys. Episode 82, back in January of 2017 was the first time we played the song and will wasn't on the episode will was out of town steel and sal were on the episode with me so what i did was i went and clipped it out the first time we ever played that song i said you want to take a listen to this take a little stroll down memory lane will
3: Let's to it
2: a special uh, i guess you could say late christmas new year's gift for the listeners um, as you two may be aware, we have sort of an ongoing joke between two guys that write into our podcast, Joe and King Tom. Uh, I'm I'm sure both of you are familiar with King Tom, as he writes in and calls in to both of your shows. Uh, king, also, or, he's he,
4: the king of all Toms. He so is, in fact, know, the king of miss. all
2: Toms. Uh, king Tom is like the Star Wars podcast community bicycle. Everybody gets a ride. Um <laughs> but we have an official theme song for the Joe and King Tom Kia D Mundi feud. Um, this was sent in by our buddy Steve who does, who opens every episode with Blue Harvest Baby Woo. So um ah cool. He's been working on this. He he told me about this a couple of months ago. He put some work into this with his buddy Gerard aka G Money. So I'm going to play that for you guys right now and um I'll tell you what. In during such a dark and and sad week, as a Star Wars fan, I listened to this quite a lot, and uh, it definitely cheered me up. So check this out.
0: To split <laughs> with his bird, Katie Cockhead. Cock-head. His cone and sunk <laughs> on his balls, Katie Cockhead. Well, what you gonna do when he comes on you now? He's a Jedi, <laughs> canceled, but he'll be pumping spoons tomorrow.
1: I'm standing
2: up. <laughs> <laughs> I have a special. Isn't that crazy to listen back? Do you hear how bad quality everything is? My mic is bad.
3: I mean, it's not bad quality. It's just <laughs> learning, baby steps. Yeah. Well, 82
2: episodes in, you'd think I'd, do, I'd be doing a little better. We've done some upgrades since then, you know. Look at us. We definitely live. have JJ Abrams just directing your your uh, your shot and stuff. Hmm. Oh man. I got 60 seconds of ads and I missed all of that. Oh, that sucks. My bad. Um in yeah, the rewatch. Said, uh, lots of ki Mundy mundi emotes going on in the chat for that part. So buddy, um, interestingly enough, that episode was the episode that we did when Carrie Fisher passed away, right? That's, right. I talk about, you know, such a dark, sad time. be a star wars fan um and you know she got her her walk of fame star today um and her daughter and mark hamill both did like really nice speeches and stuff it was cool steel actually went to the uh the shindig the unveiling
3: that's sad but very tasteful
2: and also by the way man i miss joe we mentioned joe there in the start of that King Tom brought him up as well. Good dude though. Joe, Joe,
3: I remember Joe came to the time that we did the live event <laughs> at the Birmingham Library. Uh, Comic-Con. <laughs> m- live whatever. Comic-Con. It was. Yeah. Sci-fi, fantasy, sci-fi fantasy and, and Sci
2: Fi Fest at the library or whatever. I, I will
3: always remember that that was a great time for me i don't know why that was so much fun like it
2: was fun like i enjoyed I, it I had but last i
3: don't think like
2: because the word we got afterwards is like oh we'd love to have you guys back next year didn't ever hear anything i kind of wonder if they went and listened to the show and they're like holy moly we had degenerates we that that talk about kiati mundy's cockhead, cockhead on stage at the library this is a house alerted doctors
3: who gave them microphones somebody's getting fired
2: yeah and Aaron Boyd is not wrong was that the birth of Oscar Meyer so the live show wasn't the show we did the night before with our buddy Jeremy was the birth of Oscar Meyer that's when that happened I actually kind of considered going back and finding that too but I was like ah, I don't that's, too, that's 400 episodes
3: to dig through Fielding questions from an empty auditorium about how to start a podcast. Yeah, because they were like,
2: hey, will you come do a show? And I was like, yeah, of course. Uh, Sure, we'll do that. Let me see if I can get my buddy Will to come into town for it. And they were like, we also host a couple of panels. I said, what? Hold up. What? And they're like, yeah, we think it'd be cool if you hosted a panel about how to start a podcast. Deer in headlights, buddy. Just sitting there staring at the crowd like uh Oh, no, get one of your friends to send in a song about how a Jedi's <laughs> head looks like a dick. That's a yeah. good first step, you know? Have have friends that make kick-ass music that you could co-opt for a theme song. Talk about and And there was one guy, do you remember the one guy who was very interested in how you get paid for a podcast or how you get ads? Like, that? he asked, like, three or four questions in a row, and I was like, you're asking the wrong guy. <laughs> Bro, I do a... A niche Star Wars podcast oh, yeah. that features cursing and shit.
5: <laughs> like and I, I do remember this. Now. This you're isn't.
2: Like, this isn't cereal. Like, who do you it, think we're we're getting Magic Spoon
3: sponsorships here?
2: No. If you're waiting no. for the guys to get paid for their
3: podcast, that's at like four o'clock, buddy. This yeah, this is not in the menu.
2: Yeah, this isn't at two o'clock in the afternoon on a Saturday in Hoover, Alabama. You know. Yeah. These aren't. This isn't where you're getting those kind of insights. So um speaking of voicemail speaking of king tom and joe why don't we kick it off with our first voicemail how do you feel about that
3: uh yeah please
2: you know how i like to kick off a a voicemail segment hearing from the king the king of all toms himself king tom chansky right Mm -hmm. um he sent us one so let's kick it off let's hear what he has to say and then we'll talk about a little visions
6: all right here we go Hey there, Hawson. and Will. Can you hear um, that, Will? I don't have a witty question this okay. week, although I do. I ever have those. Don't have anything to say about Kia D or any other sort of bit. I just, you know, wanted to call and say, because, you know, it's what, 400 episodes and eight years of doing this. Um, that's pretty amazing, no matter what you're doing. And, you know, you guys have been there pretty much every week for us, uh, talking about Star Wars. Um, and, you know, I really think uh, since then, we've been kind of in the golden age of things as Star Wars fans. Yeah, it's had its highs and lows, but we're getting all this stuff, books and comics and video games and TV shows and movies. And having you guys there as part of it and listening to other, all, the, all the other Moisture Farmers and being able to you know communicate and talk with you guys, um, that's been a huge part of this time. And you know, it's all because of, of the work that you two have put into it um of being here and you know your friendship haws and will uh and and just the way you treat everyone else who's a part of this whole uh moisture farming farm um so no i just really i don't have anything other to say than it's been you know great eight years and i want you guys to keep doing this for as long as you both want to keep doing it and thank you for sharing it with us um As always, thanks for the great podcast, and I'll talk to you soon. Man, King Tom, man.
2: And, like, okay, so you listen to this. I say this all the time about King Tom, but I just like to stress this about the dude, right? You hear a voicemail from him like that, and you think to yourself, King Tom sounds like a really cool, nice dude, right? right? Then, like, the proposition of hanging out with King Tom in person in 2019 comes up, and you're like, I wonder if King Tom is, like, the same dude in person. He's even better. He's delightful. He's fucking delightful, that King Tom. Like you talk him. to him, and and who said it? Uh, Rick said, "Feel like I'm in the hammock too. Hanging out with King Tom feels like you're hanging out in a hammock, just swaying in the breeze, reading a good Star Wars book. What a good guy that King Tom.
3: So, there's an element thank you. to his voice that's very friendly and kind. Yeah, right. And I think that's just because it's that's his personality coming right. through. Yeah, the the genuine, the genuine nature to his yeah speech
2: like uh the enough can't be said right like we get here every week right and you know will and i get to hang out and chat about star wars that's what the show started as was a, an excuse for will and i to hang out and talk about star wars once a week when he had sort of just recently moved back to birmingham and we we're having trouble scheduling just hanging out right
3: yeah um, because that was what we did when we hung out anyway. Right. So you might as well pop up a set of microphones. Like, yeah. That's and that's like, we did when we hung out. You know,
2: Star Wars hype was at a fever pitch. You know, we were like seven months out from, from episode seven coming out. That's one thing. But all the friends and cool folks I get to consider friends now because of this goofy-ass podcast is the real, like, super benefit to it. Like
3: it was a a surprise for me example of that right all of our great uh listeners and uh members of our moisture farmer family that participate and are involved and listen um i I never expected to find a community that was so welcoming uh and genuinely good people
2: i know and And
3: like like, i can't believe that that's what we get to do every week I'm real proud of sort of, and it's,
2: you know, it's one of those terms people throw around and blah, 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 but I'm pretty proud of the community we've sort of fostered around Blue Harvest, right? Like, right. laid back, cool, you know, it, it's well-known, like, hey, just don't be a dick, right? And you listen, do. there have been some bumps along the way, right? Like, folks had to be ejected. Yeah. Less often than than you would think. Like, it's not a common occurrence, but... I'm real proud of all the folks we get to call friends and all the other excellent podcasts our friends do. Like anytime someone um, reached out to me for like advice, like I couldn't be more happy to give them, you know, and obviously hearing that old clip, I'm far from a master of the audio arts. It's taken a lot of learning along the way. You're getting there. (laughs) So buddy, let's, Let's talk about uh, the first vision s- short, and then maybe we'll we'll jump into. Um, All right, let's. Uh, I forgot what it was. I hit a pothole, buddy. Live on air.
6: <laughs> Skirt.
2: Um. What was I gonna say? Well, 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 well uh, first
3: episode of visions as well. Yeah. We're going to talk about the first episode and... of
2: visions and then we'll, uh, we'll move on. We'll, uh, do another email and maybe another voicemail or something. That's what I was going to say. Thank you. So the first episode up is Sith. Um, this episode was done by a Spanish because that's the thing about visions volume two is it's very, uh diverse in last last the first one you know all japanese studios all anime inspired this one sort of runs the gamut and sith was up first what'd you think about this one buddy
3: i thought it was really incredible uh it was from a perspective that i really enjoyed uh but it was really abstract in the beginning Mm-hmm. very abstract and very... I loved
2: that like how it started out so stark and then slowly introduced color and sort Absolutely. of the whole theme of it being about color and this this lady's painting and stuff
3: I really and liked the that darkness taking it. over you know and her ability to cope with that mm-hmm. it, it really used a lot of visual elements to tell a story without dialogue mm-hmm. uh, I, I thought that was very impressive yeah yeah the animation itself was incredible i thought the Mm -hmm. fight choreography again incredible uh character design amazing emotional attachment to a droid which is a big pull that's hard to do right yeah but they do it quick yeah
2: so uh, you know i'll just sort of cut to the chase and say as a whole i think i kind of enjoyed the first volume a little better than the second one i'm I'm an anime guy right like that was more my vein that's not to take away anything from any of the shorts in this one. I think they're really good. One thing I think the shorts in this one did a little bit better job of was telling an efficient self-contained story, right, in its runtime. This, and, and the fact that they immediately endear you to that droid, I think is a, the perfect example of how they do that in this episode. Right. Um, yeah, character design was great. Like the... sort of conceit of this um former sith apprentice you know hiding on a planet and her former master shows up to track her down and oh the general grievous wheel bike was cool
3: Mm -hmm. Um, the um the fact that she doesn't want to be a sith anymore and mm -hmm. is trying to find the balance in herself between lightness and darkness you see her find that you see her get her strength from that the two flecks of gray hair, you know, in her, make her seem, you know, wizened and experienced she's missing an arm. She's yep. clearly seen battle and damage. Uh, a lot of this is just really, I don't know, really good, really spot on.
2: Yeah. And man, we talk about missing an arm. She's, they got her arm all the way up into that armpit meat. Like, it's not just the whole, like sometimes at star Wars, you know, they'll, they'll take it off at of the, the elbow. Or right at right. the shoulder? No, they got some armpit meat on that. That was a right. That was a deep Partial cut or so. Yeah. Um, I really liked it. Um, I thought, like you said, the fight between her and the Sith was cool. I love the fact that, you know, they had like a katana style lightsaber. I saw somebody in chat mention that as well. Okay. Oh, okay.
3: Yep. I have a question. Okay. The his death, the Sith master's death. Mm-hmm. Um, is that like an, a sith amalgamation of yoda fading into nothing like the obi-wan fade to nothing death or does his species just turn to ash when they die
2: i honestly don't know buddy that's the thing about visions is we kind of don't even have to worry about that since it's not canon, no right?
3: i it's not bothering me it's just it would came up to my mind no i'm not saying it. like the you were like what the fuck's going on here to talk about
2: um no no that's uh, I did notice that as well that his body disappears but in a a very different way you know maybe Mm -hmm. not super unlike Palpatine in Rise of Skywalker granted he gets okay Ray does the shock the monkey on him right Right. spits his lightning back on him um I like this okay so first off Joshi Poo says armpit meat was my nickname in high school Rick Villanueva, this is the kind of deep shit you get from our buddy Rick over at the Jam Transmission podcast, plug, plug. He had no substance, she was full of creativity. That's pretty pretty joke, or pretty dope. And um, Sean says, I took it as an artistic expression of letting go. Also, like, this is the thing, man. We got so many big brain people, backing us up we should do this live every week so when i say something stupid i could be like you know what but it's what's a really good idea that rick said hold up let me tell you guys (laughs) it's Um, gonna pop
3: up on the screen in one second
2: yeah so um yeah i really enjoyed this one i thought it told a really nice self-contained story i thought the two trooper guys that were with the sith were a cool design too Mm -hmm. you know i loved a, a good um um armored star wars character you know right (laughs) oh man um any more thoughts on sith
3: no i thought it was cool that she made her own saber which is kind of a tenant of a jedi path you know she's obviously no jedi but she did make her own saber and she put the red one in the other end
2: Um, I did, I, you know, I just, I thought the voice
3: acting in this one was really good. Really good. That's true. The voice acting in there was really good.
0: And
2: I'll be honest with you. I think it's kind of, um, interesting that this was the one that kicked off Visions volume two and the Ronin kicked off volume one and they both had a very striking unique art style to them,
3: like in a way. Well, they, they both kind of deal with a Ronin, like someone who has turned from the way of full-on darkness you're right to try 100 right about the that road. buddy
2: that's a good point so uh you want to you want me to pop up an email from us this is a, another one i figured we needed to address earlier this is from my mom this is from old mama burkhart oh yeah bring it she says hi haws and will i'd like to wish you a happy eight year anniversary and 400 episodes of your podcast i look forward each week to listening to it I'm really looking forward to this streaming one because i'll actually get to see you which i haven't seen either of of you in a very long time mom what you dropping the guilt trip out on us at live on 400 damn <laughs> just a couple Mom's of questions mom. the first one is what has been your favorite podcast you guys have ever done and has jedi survivor met your expectations can't wait to hear the next 400 and more podcasts love you both mama Burkhart PS it sure would make a mama very happy if you could actually if I could actually see both of you in person just saying mom I'm I'm going to be coming and visiting okay I promise July 4th at the absolute latest your your boy gets a, a holiday off at his job might spend it comes I will spend it come seeing the family I'm not going to say might um so <laughs> Will have you started Jedi Survivor yet
3: I haven't I haven't okay. started it yet so uh, I'm. Don't feel a need to hold any information back up. Yeah, I'm not I'm gonna going get to get it eventually.
2: It's a, it's a long game from what I can tell. Um, so I'm not going to, you know, really get I into story had stuff.
3: ample time to focus, mm-hmm. you know, and that's one I really want to focus and absorb. No, I totally agree. I
2: totally agree. Um, I've had a little scheduling time with it as well, getting everything ready for streams and whatever the hell else is going on in my life. Um but um I have gotten to play some and so far it has met my expectations. It's very good. It's very, very good so far. I'm still pretty early, you know, I haven't played a ton a ton. And um, it's
3: really what I hear from anyone that's played it is that it's really incredible. And so yeah. it's making me even more excited to really buckle down and get on it. Um I really, really enjoy
2: um this one. Uh I'll say this, right? One thing, and and it didn't necessarily, because I recently replayed the first one. One thing that didn't stick out to me when I was playing the first one, neither the original time or, you know, the most recent time, some of it feels very empty and sort of desolate and lonely, right? Like you're on, and and that that's part of the design of the game. You're on these, you know, very um deserted planets if you're running into other people most of the time they're enemies like there's there's definitely the kashik section when you hang out with Saul Guerrero and um tarful and stuff that's a bit different mm. but for the most part you're sort of on your own very early in this game you go to this hub world on koba and immediately it feels more alive and more vibrant and sort of immersive and and like i can't speak highly part of the reason i'm still so early is because i like hanging out on that opening planet so much like uh, that's one thing i'll have to say and will fuck a motherfucking rancor let me tell you that Whoo, that rancor is no joke i finally beat him last night but it took me way too long
3: um rancors are tough from what i remember Maybe so force unleashed there was a bunch of those the, yeah there was a bunch in
2: those games um so i'll say this um as far as favorite episodes i don't know man like for a variety of reasons some of those are a little hard to look back on positively in some instances right but like when somebody asked me that like one of my first responses is always going to be our the last jedi reaction episode um because we had so many friends over and it was fun and everybody was just so excited and there was that feeling of like what did we just watch that is the last jedi was so
3: different yeah Mm -hmm. it Mm -hmm. was just kind of mind-blowing in the moment we were like what did we just see and experience
2: you know yeah yeah and Another reason that one is one of my favorites is because uh, there is a ongoing bit and joke about something our buddy Jeremy said when Jeff came over with his friend who happens to also be a cop that Mm -hmm. like anytime I think of that friend of Jeff's, I think of Jeremy going, well, you came to the wrong motherfucking place (laughs) thinking we were joking about it being a cop. Oh, so funny. So, so funny. Um, Listen well my mom's going in hard. like i'm not the only one catching mom strays here she says, oh i saw
3: it i saw it i was just gonna pretend
2: like i didn't but I saw it. that's what a mama is supposed to do Will, i guess your baby is going to be grown before i get to see her hmm hey will can you do me a favor when you guys get time, can you go see my mom with that baby, so she'll stop thinking? I'll ha- like maybe that'll keep
3: her from being like, "When are you gonna have kids?" Obviously, never, mom. Absolutely. You guys should just come to my house. Like your mom yeah. and you should come to my house. Just come swim in the pool and like we'll grill out and spend the day chilling, and she can chill with the baby. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There I you go. Goose and Amanda and
2: oh man, Jackson, buddy, I listen. I got a text. I took a little nappy nap before the show. So I said, ooh, let me recharge the battery a little bit, right? And I woke up mm-hmm. to text from Goose, very nice text from Goose that said, hey, man, congrats to you guys on eight years and 400 episodes. But he, it was a group chat with your old number. He sent oh, it to your goodness. old number. I got to give him. Oh, man. Yeah, let's all go to Will's house. Yeah, bring it. Look, Rick said, I'm coming over, too. Canto Britt from the the Canto Byte dispatch is here. She's watching on mute, watching Visions Visions twenty twenty Blue Harvest and Vision Vision up here. Man, that's a lot of Vision in one sentence, Brittany. Um, so <coughs> we have an email uh, or a voicemail that I was saving right from our buddy Jacob because he was going to a um, Sasquatch a Bigfoot conference, and I was like, Oh, if anything sounds like a, a episode four hundred. Um, voicemail. That's it. So we'll talk, let's listen to that discuss if, if discussion is needed. And then we'll talk about the next vision short. How's that sound, buddy?
5: Sounds good to me. All right, let's check this out. Cool. Man, Jacob sounds or like he's wrestling of a, a Bigfoot during this voice. Semi- the merch was just kind of all right so uh there was a lot
0: of you know
2: i fucked up will they couldn't hear that this whole
3: time they
2: no, were just we've been staring. staring at us oh my god
3: either. i'm an idiot oh my no, lord. no no hey we caught it we caught it
2: yeah two minutes in we caught it <laughs> two minutes in we caught it Uh, two minutes in will two minutes i was was everything was going so smooth there was a video on the
3: little private chat
2: (laughs) everything was going so well will we were talking about visions yeah i'm a little nervous why i don't know and then i got in the middle of the show i got the funny bigfoot picture you know what i mean it was it was the little man in the fridge messing with you (laughs) <laughs> oh what now why are we switching places oh cool. oh you know what we're gonna have to circle back around to jacob i think the spirit of <laughs> we'll, Big pick foot, it, we'll, we'll pick him we'll up we'll come again. back we'll see
3: how this goes because it's frankly it's a bit of a long one they've
2: been they've <laughs> been staring it was st-
3: hilarious it was like looking into your soul
2: <laughs> i <laughs> didn't like even notice
3: the dry ash lips <laughs> listen
2: listen i'm not joking While we were talking about the first Visions, I was like, oh, it'd be cool to put up a funny picture of Sasquatch for that voicemail. Like, on the fly and putting this production together, right? That's good. And I didn't even realize he's got, like, the frosted donut lips (laughs) going on and stuff. And I'm just sitting here laughing, laughing at the picture. Because, yeah, Rick, it does kind (laughs) of look like that picture of us at Celebration. Shit. Jacob, I'm sorry, buddy. That's my bad. I'm the one that fucked that up. I thought, oh all right you know what we're gonna um course correct what'd you think about Screechers
3: Reach <laughs> Screechers Reach this one was good and kind of sad but like very good um again I have so many questions but that's just a sign of a good a good told story a well-told story um so listen as a
2: complete package like I think the story on this one was really good and dark like I Mm -hmm. did not expect the dark ending of this one right right um I still can't believe I fucked that up so bad two minutes of just staring at that weird Sasquatch man let it roll off it's a good bit and then the first thing that clued me in that something was up was Christine I saw her say so some people have audio and I was like I saw, uh,
3: earlier somebody said Sasquatch took the audio and I, I was like <laughs> I thought oh that shit was funny. um so this one like
2: I said I I was very sort of taken aback by how dark the overall story of this one was I thought it, once again it did a really good job of telling a condensed full story in the runtime it had not mm-hmm. my favorite of the animation styles to be honest with you really yeah I, just not you know I was
3: really impressed with every single one of the animation styles um they're just so good it's so good to see high quality animation you know i grew up mm-hmm. at a time where you know animation kind of ruled hand-drawn or you know whatever just animation and now like there's there's a mass-produced quality to a lot of animation like computer generated animation and none of this feels like that Right. A lot of this animation feels super detailed and artistic, and lots of it feels hand drawn. Now, listen, like,
2: I think the animation did a very good job of conveying emotions in this. Like, um, oh, yeah. R. Russo says the way her friends just looked at her in disbelief was heartbreaking. Those end scenes with her leaving her friends and, and joining up with the Sith lady were heartbreaking. He, um, the the
3: intensity in the sith lady Mm -hmm. without really being stern right Uh, just her severeness Mm -hmm. uh the screeching old sith witch oh dude now that the second she killed her i was like oh this is not going to end as a light sad story the so what
2: starts off as kind of like a almost a stand by me hey you want to go to a haunted house type of story set up like i was not expecting where it went Um, the, the old Sith lady that, you know, was the ghost in question wasn't really a ghost. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. crazy. Like that part was really well done. Like, you know, um, and then, yeah, the, the scene where, uh, she gets the lightsaber and, you know, they cut away, but, you know, you know what happened? I, I was like real shocked. And then like the design of that Sith lady's ship, when she comes to pick her up, and the design of the sith lady herself both pretty creepy something about super ethereal
3: like super otherworldly in a way that we don't see a lot Mm -hmm. in star wars kind of reminded me of the mortis arc yeah i could see a little
2: bit of that i could definitely see a little bit of that what i like about visions right is it gives you this ability to sort of like place it somewhere in the star wars timeline in your own head if you want to get Mm -hmm. up to something like that and this uh, like yeah so like you can watch it and there's clear hallmarks in some of these that place them and uh i like doing that like and because at that point what does it it could very well be canon like you know sometimes we got to be a little less stringent to that concept right
3: the fact that it's free from having to worry about that is very refreshing yeah, you know, we were kind of talking about that earlier. Like, it doesn't have. It can be if you want it to be, but it doesn't have to be. It can yeah. be totally abstract.
2: Yeah, and 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 uh, I think it's a really good idea. Like, you have all these incredibly talented animation studios that want to work in the Star Wars universe, and just giving them exactly, you know, a blank page, do what you want, like. You know, don't have to worry about canon, don't have to worry about where it is, when it is, all that stuff, um, I think is really good. Also, the voice acting in this one was top-tier, top, ne- top tier. excellent in this one. Um, so, um, alright, buddy. So, we've got a voicemail. Now, you know what I'm not going to do? I'm not going to take us off-screen, because we know what happens when I do that. Nobody, you know, everybody nobody just stares at, at Powdered Donut Lip Sasquatch <laughs> for two, two minutes, two and a half minutes this one is from a different tom
1: this one's from intercontinental tom let's hear from him intercontinental tom hey horse and will happy anniversary happy 400th episode wow what an achievement man that's a lot of star wars podcasting so i just uh i'm going to keep it short but i want to take this opportunity to really tell you guys how much i appreciate what you do um it's not just a podcast like uh, I feel like having you guys, uh, your friendship, your warm tones and your warm hearts with me um, in my kind of daily life. It really, like, it improves my Star Wars fan life, but it improves my life in general, having you guys with me. It's, it's great. I think we all feel that way. So, um, I'm sure you've got a lot of voicemails to get through. So, I just wanted to say thank you i appreciate what you do so much i uh love what you do so much and i love you guys so much so all the best this is uh international intercontinental and uh interplanetary tom signing off thanks tom
2: oh man good dude that tom so listen speaking of jedi survivor you know steve and i had tom on high potion to talk about jedi fallen order if we can align the stars i have such a good episode idea for a blue harvest high potion podcast crossover to talk about survivor where we assemble the council of toms king tom and (laughs) continental tom sal Paralis, you me and steve and the high potion episode we're just talking gameplay you know what i mean 100 percent gameplay Blue Harvest episode, 100% story. I think that is the best idea since the X-Men Fatal Attractions crossover event in the mid-'90s. All right? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm thinking.
3: It would be epic level. Epic
2: I got to beat the game first. I'm lagging behind a little bit. You know who's lapping me in Survivor is Steve. He's off in the galaxy having adventures, wearing headbands and shit.
3: My man is is doing He's- it big time. He's been trained by Soulsborn Games, so this one is like kindergarten for him. This is yeah. like Kindles Wheels. Yeah. Um, okay, so Goku I'm going to do wearing a- weighted clothes.
2: <laughs> I'm going to do uh, an email real quick, and then we'll we'll talk about the next vision. Short. This one's from Justin Anderson. He says, "Halls and Will, congratulations on eight years and 400 episodes of awesome podcasting, and thank you to you both." I came for the Star Wars chat and discussion, but keep coming back for what this podcast is really about for me now, and that is friendship. The chemistry between the two of you and the awesome support you provide to each other is always, as Vader would say, most impressive. Alls, you clearly have been in the Sarlacc pit of life recently, and as Will has said, your man Boba after the Sarlacc pit, it was onwards and upwards for him, and I believe it will be for you as well. Well, let's hope so, buddy, because currently I'm fucking sunburnt ass boba wearing his underpants wandering the tatooine (laughs) deserts right now all right so i gotta find some tuscans and we'll see what happens from there
3: drinking Um, from black powder pumpkins
2: i will leave you with a geeky star wars question lucasfilm asks you to outline a season two of book of boba fett is it a continuation of season one does it explore boba's past at all will we get to see some of those empire bounty hunters and will two episodes of the season dedicated to Ahsoka or Grogu. Thank you again, Justin. No, it will not, Justin. That will not happen <laughs> in my so Will, give me your quick um <laughs> they know how to Here get me, go. Will. Here we um, go. So um give me your quick season two pitch for Book of Boba Fett.
3: Um something to do with those two huts. Those two huts make some sort of plan to try to take the city back, and Boba Fett goes to wherever they're from on their front door and like whips their ass, whips their bodyguards ass, or what you know. He gets in a fist fight with a hut.
2: That shit would be cool. That that'd be like having a fist fight with me, having to sit in one place the whole time. Stabbed.
3: Chrysanthem and they go and just whip ass.
2: Um. I'll say this, if, if they were to do a Book of Boba Fett season two, it seems increasingly unlikely, to be honest, you know, just realistically. Um, I want him off Tatooine. Like, I, I liked the first season being all tied to Tatooine. I liked him, you know, um, becoming the daimyo of, of Mos Espa and stuff. But I I want him out and about with Chris Anton and Phoenix Shand, you know on adventures i think you would dev if it was up to me absolutely some of those empire bounty hunters are going to be in there you know
3: get boss even you could put omega in there you can introduce uh, grown
2: omega rick said hut stuff and then christine said hut stuff is for birthdays or anniversaries that's good people know i mean people immediately know the blue harvest vibe look at that that is blue harvest as hell right there that's what four hundred episodes get you, is people that know the vibe um well, why did you put a turkey emoji? What does that have to do know. with hut stuff and or butt stuff Hut stuff in that look turkey like a turkey okay, I don't know huts kind of look like a turkey I gotcha all right i'm suddenly I'm back in I'm back in on the turkey emoji um you know what I would have liked <clears throat> um. I liked all the back, like the flashback stuff with him, part of the Tuscan tribe and stuff. I mm-hmm. would have liked to see some other back stuff, back halves or back flash, flashback stuff of him being a bounty hunter, you know, pre-Empire. Maybe you could work Daniel Logan in there. I don't know, man. Is everything there. cool with Daniel Logan? You never know with some of those prequel actors. Fucking <laughs> Ray Park is whipping his summer sausage out on Instagram and doing all kinds of other gross shit and and, and you know, and then Car- like case. Sam Whitworth's waiting in the wings, like, "Ooh, I'm gonna be mall." <laughs>
5: um,
3: oh, that made me lose my. <laughs> <it> was
2: <laughs> Joshy Pooh says, "Eat the hut like groceries." He knows the vibe. Ooh. Um, all right, why don't we do one more voicemail, and then we'll talk about the third one. Because I'm, I'm just trying to look here. I want to make sure we get through. Everybody was so nice to send us in these voicemails and stuff. That's right. right. So, um, oh, shit. We got someone from Monterey, Mexico. How's it going, buddy? Thanks for stopping by the stream. Um, this one is from our friend Emily Lind of the Canto Byte Dispatch. Let's hear what she has
7: to say. Hey, and Will, it's Emily, Just calling in to say congratulations on 400 episodes. That's that's so many episodes, but I'm so glad and I hope that you keep doing it, because there's nobody i like hearing talk about Star Wars more than you guys. Like, even when I vehemently disagree with your opinions, you, you always have something interesting to say or something funny to say or some theory or observation I never would have thought of or never noticed, and... I just I like being able to hear my friends every week. I like the the vibe that you bring to Star Wars. You're positive without being toxic in your positivity. You let people not like things. And and I think we need more people like you because you're just two really fucking great dudes. I mean, Hawes, I I don't know how I would have gotten through last year without you. I'm um, I'm so grateful to know you, you are genuinely just one of the best people I know. We all fucking love you, we're all rooting for you, and just, you know what guys, just keep doing what you're doing, because the show's fucking great. As long as they are making Star Wars, I know I'm gonna want to know what a and will think of that Star Wars. Alright, again, congratulations, love dudes, bye bye bye!
2: Oh, thanks, Emily. That was way too nice. So like, uh, she nailed something there that like, from the beginning, I wanted like, I know just from being friends with Will for almost 20 years now, that he and I have something in common. Whereas like, even if it's not top tier, best of the best Star Wars, we're kind of stoked to be in taking Star Wars in some way. And that's not to say obviously we've talked many times about things that you know we don't like or you know don't work for us the, the two missing boba fett episodes are a big one for me right I still don't understand that decision um, but overall I know you know as opposed to like some people maybe we're a little more forgiving with star wars but I mm-hmm. never wanted it to be betray- portrayed in a way that was our opinions is the only right opinion we like this you should like this i don't feel that way at all like the important thing to me is that you like if you like something don't be a dick about it if you don't like something don't be a dick about it and and like that's been i just don't be a dick rule number one of blue harvest and the blue harvest community is don't be a
0: dick
3: yeah i feel like all art is subjective and as many different kinds and types of people as there are, there are going to be that many different types of opinions on a yeah. piece of art, and that's what we're here ultimately talking about: is a and piece of sci-fi of day, fantasy art that we love. And there are going to be as many different kinds of opinions about it as there yeah. are kinds of people. And that's Look, fine.
2: Listen to this, Aaron Boyd hits you with two of the turkeys. It's a turk. It's a war of turkey attrition now, buddy. Um. And yeah, don't, hashtag don't be a dick. And like, at the end of the like, day, I don't care. Like, if you don't like something and I like something, what does that matter to me, right? Yeah. I would rather be, like, and that is not a prerequisite for being friends. Like, do you know how many times, Steve? I have. I'm one of those lucky guys who's has who has two wonderful friends. I get to do podcasts with. Do you know how many jokes Steve has made at, at my expense for like a new medal, and I love it. Right. <laughs> that does it. Like we should. All, we're friends, right? We're all friends. We're a community of friends that like Star Wars. We should all be comfortable enough to be like, yeah, I don't necessarily agree, or or you know, I don't like that, but you do. That's fine. That's not going to affect our friendship. If liking or not liking a certain piece of Star Wars content affects your friendship with someone, then you got to do some. Now, unless they're being like a YouTuber about it, like a laser-eyed geeks and gamers YouTuber about it, that's a different story. But we don't put up with that. All right, what'd you think it's about our thing?
3: Short three four in the stories in the star four
2: big guys. Uh-huh. <laughs> got me um what'd you think about the third short in the stars
3: i like this i like i Um, love this one the little girl was getting on my nerves like she was just constantly i guess getting her sister in trouble see i Uh, think that's the dad. eventually they come together yeah
2: i kind of feel like you felt that way because like you're you're on dad mode where you got to be like no don't do that i got you know what i mean Right. Cuz that didn't affect I mean, yeah. me. Um I got to say I love stop motion Star Wars, man, cuz there's three of them in this in this group there of is. vision shorts and this is the first one and like with even without the story, this one looks incredible and the story <laughs> just sort of knocked it up a notch.
3: Right. This is really good. Mm-hmm. Like this story is really well done. It's really mm-hmm. immersive in the Star Wars universe um it really embodies the story you know I I don't know it's just connection to the land yeah there's all these elements within it that are I don't know quintessentially Star Wars
2: yeah and it was just fun and like once again it had like because you got to imagine these studios aren't like talking to each other going like what are you guys doing for your vision short you know um had that a painting element to it. that was also sort of present in the first one that I thought was neat. true. Um, yeah. And, and the way that it was that bioluminescent paint that reacted with the starlight and it can't mm-hmm. react anymore because the clouds, uh, you know, there's like all the pollution in the sky and stuff. I thought that was a really nice touch, bro. Uh, the stop motion snowtroopers looked so cool in this like i thought that part was so neat and they looked so cool all of the like the the atst the tie fighter all the vehicles and stuff looked really good in stop motion
3: even the imperial commander looks super Mm -hmm. evil
5: Mm -hmm.
2: yeah um this one yeah had a crazy good aesthetic it just was filled with so much detail like i would watch you know like stop motion animation is one of those things that you know because of like Aardman like the studio that does the next one we'll talk about and that studio Laika that does like um what was it Kubo and the Two Strings and Missing Link and ParaNorman mm-hmm. like you know it's it's still out there um I would love a full movie done in this style you know not necessarily even continuing this specific story but just a stop-motion star wars movie i would be in for that how much i liked that and thought it translated so well um,
3: i agree it really does work well
2: <laughs> oh man we got to call him out just because he he listened like i said it at the, or, earlier like we we're nothing without our community right i i you know, I think Will and I would have continued to talk to each other every week about Star Wars, but if it weren't for the community, there's been many times through the, the years, specifically the last year, where maybe I would have been like, you know what, maybe we don't do this anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> and our buddy Jess Smith, the creator of the Lo-Fi remixes, says, that was a beautiful message, Emily. Can't imagine new Star Wars without Hel- herring halls, and we'll talk about it that weekend. So... Thanks, man. Um, so, <clears throat> why don't we jump into another voicemail, maybe another email.
1: Oh,
2: we got a teaser. We got a teaser. Lo-fi 3.0 in progress, boys. Oh, don't. Uh, now I'm mm. not going to
3: be able to sleep.
2: <laughs> um, all right. This one is from Andy Bell. He says, hi, Hals and Will. You know what? Let's, let's switch the format. Boom. Look at me, big boy streamer. Hi, Halls and Will. Long, long time listener that's finally found the courage to write in after seven years. I'm usually content to live vicariously as an anonymous fan on the outskirts of the community, but finally felt the need to get off my lazy ass and congratulate you both on 400 episodes. No question this week, as I'm sure you'll be inundated, but I truly hope you comprehend the impact you make to so many people who appreciate what you do Appreciate the positivity you bring in your pod, your content, especially when sometimes it's easier to be a hater as a creator. Appreciate how you've kept this ship floating during some very difficult personal times when perhaps it could have been easier to let it sink. And of course the bit, I love the buddy bloody, bloody bit. I'm hope. I hope I'm able to shake both of your hands and buy you a beer or two one day, but in the meantime, wish you both all the best for the next 400 and hope you're able to celebrate this landmark achievement and style. With lots of love and a huge amount of respect, stay classy, gentlemen. Your faithful buddy, Andy Bell from the UK.
3: Thanks, oh, Andy. That's very nice, dude. Man,
2: I—I'll get. I'm going to tell you right now. You know, I'm like Varys from Game of Thrones, but with a little more hair and a whole, whole lot more balls. I have these little birds that report back to me from Star Wars Celebration every year when I don't get to go. And the constant refrain I've heard was how cool Andy Bell was. So I'm real jealous mm-hmm. that everybody got to hang out with him. And hopefully I got to, I get to do the same one day because he, he he's always come off as a good dude. Um, you know, talk to him on Twitter fairly regularly. So, um, can't wait to hopefully one day get to hang out with him. Um, <laughs> cyber Eddie says great dude. Surprised. He didn't mail in a letter. Uh, Emily said Andy's a good dude he sent me and Sean werewolf cookies as we couldn't find them over there what the hell is a werewolf cookie
3: I have no idea
2: <clears throat> all right unless well, let's you want to do one more voicemail and then we'll talk about another vision short this is from our friend yeah. Catherine Neen hi horse and wheel it's Catherine here from Melbourne
7: just wanting to congratulate you i'm getting to 400 episodes what an amazing achievement take it from me someone who struggles to get one episode out you know every two weeks yeah i'm not really hitting that mark to get an episode out every week as consistently as you have it's just amazing and you know blue harvest is one of the highlights of my week so thank you very much for being there for me you know, through everything, and love talking Star Wars with you all. Bye. Jeez.
3: Man, oh, that's so nice. Thank how you. How so delightful much.
2: is is Catherine? You guys should so nice. check Catherine out at that Geek Pod, and she's also on Star Wars Spelt Out with her buddy Josh Chapman. Once again, like I, it, we have an embarrassment of riches of of awesome, caring, wonderful, delightful people. Right? Like it's so easy. Right to look at Star Wars online discourse and go, why would I want to be part of that, right? Why, why would I want to be part of the arguing and the infighting and the misogyny and the bigotry and so on and so forth? That's just, that's the shit you see most often because it's the shit that gets all the clicks, right? And 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 causes the most outrage. When you take, when you take a step back and you think about the Catherines, the Emilys, the King Toms, the Aaron Boyds, the Ricks, the bad motivators, even with the bits, you know, like everybody, everybody, every single person who's ever written in, listened or called in and has stuck around like that's why that's why you want to be part of it. Cause we've, we've got some awesome friends and that's the support that has kept us going for 400. Like will always t- is like, Oh man, you do all the work. Yeah. I mean, I do the easy shit. It's not hard to record a podcast. You know what I mean? Like technically, if I can do it, anybody can do it. If it wasn't for the support that we get every week from everybody, listen, some of those weeks when there was nothing to talk about and all we had were voicemails and emails. What what were we gonna do that week? You know what we're gonna do? We're gonna tell a man digging his duke story or about I, how the, the time my, the how the the time my dad had to pick me up from the first sleepover because the kid told me that his mom was a werewolf and his dad was a vampire.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right,
5: oh my goodness.
2: What did you think about I'm your mother, the Ardman short envision?
3: Um, very good very good um i thought it was gonna be more comedy than it was um and not in a bad way i was kind of expecting more wallace and gromit but -hmm. what we got was um just the right amount of comedy like it was it was heartfelt Mm -hmm. and sincere with just the right amount of uh comedy and sweetness equal proportions i gotta say
2: the putting that one and the one before this back to back with it, I think was a master stroke because it shows you two very similar styles of animations, but two completely very different approaches. Different right. No. And like it the way the Ardman, because I'm I'm very familiar with Ardman, I like Wallace and Gromit. Like I said, mm-hmm. I like I like stop motion.
3: Chicken run. Chicken Shaun run. Sheep Sean you know. the
2: Sheep. Like all that stuff. The way that it immediately felt like ARDMAN but also felt 100% Star Wars was exactly, and you from moment one, moment one, that's how it felt.
3: The fucking Captain, the Wedge Antilles bit was oh my god, yeah, yeah, they just kept coming back to it, and I was like, I like this.
2: (laughs) Oh, hold on, we gotta address something that's going on in chat. First off, Steve said. Congrats, you two. I'm headed to bed. Let's play some video games tomorrow night. Of course. Oh, what do you think? What man. else am I going to do with my Friday night, Steve? Of course. <laughs> it's what I look forward to every week is Friday and Saturday night, Steve. Of course. The I'll best be way to spend a Friday I night. I can't wait. Um, so... Um, let me say this. So I fucked up when I was talking about werewolf cookies. Apparently it was werewolf. wookies, is what Emily said. Oh, and my okay. dumb fat kid brain saw Wookiees and said, Ooh, cookies. And it has started quite the debate. Right? So first off, Emily says, man, now I want a werewolf cookie. Rick, he does some, some cookie emotes. Um, Sean says that reminds me of werewolf cats, which are awesome. They are awesome. Have you ever seen a werewolf cat? Will, no.
3: Oh man. Um, I've seen a Maine Coon. I always tell my oh. my wife, if we get a cat, I'm getting a Maine Coon. The biggest cat I can get. Dude, if you get a cat and you get a Maine Coon, oh, I'm going to be jealous. I love those <laughs> cats.
2: Um, oh, Johnny Grosso. He says, time for bed to me, for me to congrats again, guys. Check your phone. Halls, Johnny had a question. I, I would definitely will, buddy. Speaking of someone we're incredibly lucky to have as a friend, oh, Johnny man, Grosso. Yeah.
3: Johnny Grosso?
2: Yeah, man. That's a good buddy. Um, and then my mom says, what are werewolf cookies and where can you get them? I don't think they exist, mom. I think it's just something that happened because I'm almost illiterate sometimes. Um, Man. Uh, So what I was going to say is um, I loved... Like, the character design translated perfectly to the sort of Ardman style, right? Like, I think that was incredible. Exactly. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, I just thought this one had a lot of heart. It was very sweet, right? Um, right. The Wedge Antilles stuff, like you mentioned, was really funny. I love... Uh, what is it? Z one, the, the droid. That's also yeah. a dog. Yeah. Love it. Uh, yeah.
3: Sort of an accordion wiener dog kind of thing.
2: Mm-hmm. I loved that, that mm-hmm. little detail. Um, the race I thought was pretty cool. One thing I liked is uh, one of the ships in there was the same style of ship as the Mantis from the Jedi fallen order and Jedi survivor games, which was neat. It wasn't the same ship, but the same style. Um, Ardman Wookiees, excellent. Uh, The way Wookiees trans translated into the Ardman style, amazing. Great, loved the Wookiees. Loved the Wookiees. Um, I I really enjoyed this. A delightful episode. Uh, A delightful, like, I know I keep circling back to that word, but it's such a good descriptor for people. And this show, it is,
3: it really Uh is. Uh
2: oh. Um, and everybody is now demanding w- werewolf cookies from Sean this Christmas. Sean, you really messed up by being the candy man this pr- past Christmas and sending out those care packages with all those goodies. Now you're going to have to I be in the still, lab creating new.
0: Oh,
3: I, I still talk about that holiday care package and how impressive it was. Sean, buddy, buddy. Ooh, how are you going to just throw- it up? How you gonna th- up right over you
2: how are you gonna throw me under the t- whole honk honk bus he said mama b i can't believe halls didn't share last christmas mm. sean and i'm just be- in shock sean it might have been because i ate it all he before said, christmas
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh man that man said
2: beep, beep." hold on mom look right in the hold on uh, give me one second, Will. Do you mind if I do something real quick? Mom, look at yeah. me. You don't remember what Sean is to You won't ask about the, the, the box. There are no in. homemade candies. There were no ha- homemade candies. It's not going to work. The Jedi mind trick doesn't work. I don't share anything, Mom. Didn't share a thing. Okay, okay, okay. I did uh, that uh thing. I don't, jeez. Ugh.
3: Oh you would remember these fine
2: treats come on mom i brought you a special cookie on christmas mom you know i share come on now come on now (laughs) (laughs) oh shit! everybody calm down about the contents of the box i'm gonna get an angry call from my mom after this all right let's take a, a couple of voicemails how do you feel about that um this is from our buddy florian
1: Hello, Hawes and Will, and congratulations on 400 episodes. And for this amazing achievement, I'm gonna hit you with a blast from the past, a clip from your first episode. Here we go.
3: Captain Picard taught me a lot about leadership. Look, if we're gonna talk about cool Star Trek characters,
2: Captain Picard has to be number one in my book.
1: Oh, whoops. No, sorry, not that one, not the part where you talk about Star Trek. Um, anyway, um yeah, here we go, right here.
2: He's never gonna hear this. No, he'll hear it. He'll hear it. No, no. I mean, dude, if our friends hear it, I'll be fucking surprised. <laughs> I'll be like, "Hey, hey, Steve, have you listened to that podcast? Oh man, I've been so busy. I've been fucking good, uh, doing judo on the weekends. So everybody, will,
3: everybody will make it like the first five minutes where we're talking about oh how we both originally saw Star Wars and they'll, and they'll like, start hey. falling asleep. Like, yeah. oh, this is terrible.
2: That's the one thing I wonder about this is will anybody even hear this? <laughs>
3: Hopefully now. Yeah. (laughs) Ratings
2: up.
1: So so yeah, my question to you. The same questions all the Star Wars actors get asked all the time. Did you ever think that Blue Harvest would be this successful, this big? Do you feel heard? I mean, even your mom is listening, Hoss. Who else can say that? So yeah, congratulations.
2: I gotta say, I kind of feel like I got thrown under the bus back to back. Like I feel like Sean grabbed me by my shoulders, threw me under the bus, the bus roll, rolled over me, I tumbled, and then you ran over and you're like, holy shit, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, somehow I'm totally fine. And then Florian came up and was like, hey, Halls, poof, pushed me right in front of another bus. I don't like listening to those old episodes.
5: Woo.
3: They're They're a moment in time. That's where we came from. It's our very first episode. It's a little cringe to hear yourself Mm -hmm. in the beginning. Do you hear how happy and
2: hopeful I sounded? (laughs) Holy moly, where's that guy?
3: (laughs) That's not funny.
2: Yeah, it is. Come on now. Keep laughing. You can keep laughing. It's funny.
3: You can keep laughing. It's funny
2: guys 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 you should have shared
3: that peanut butter fudge apparently
2: well my mom made her own peanut butter fudge it was excellent too so why like she had peanut butter fudge on deck guys listen i was alone on the holidays and i gorged on candy that a friend (laughs) sent me it was all i had
3: (laughs) it was good that was why. um to answer, the hard candy was good too. The peppermint, was hard, candy. Hard, hard candy,
2: hard candy is a it sounds like a dangerous science, right? Like, I just imagine, like, I try to make hard candy and I, I come out looking like Two Face and Batman forever afterwards.
3: It can if you're not careful, it can do that. The temperature that sugar has mm-hmm. to get for you to make it is, uh, and those is melt your, melt your face off lava. Those
2: cinnamon candies lit my ass on fire, they were stout sure he looked hard candy which he absolutely was which he absolutely was um and to answer florian's question no i i mean i literally thought like probably nobody's gonna listen to this but people
5: did
3: i i certainly did not think we would be as popular as 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 we have turned out to be Mm -hmm. it's definitely um a pleasant surprise yeah, it definitely is. It, it's it's a
2: surprise and like I was saying earlier, like not to keep beating the same drum, but it's it's the thing I'm most proud of after 400 episodes in eight years is, is our community, right? Um, Cause you know, i I made attempts to be part of the Star Wars online community when I was a kid, back in like the special edition prequel era and mm. it was not for me I'll say that. who knows I might have even been in some some forum posts with King Tom back in the day not like talking directly to him or anything but you know just like in the same post and it just wasn't my thing man um so it's been it's been delightful. that's the you know what episode title for episode 400 delightful It's been a delight. It's been a delight all right let's let's hear a voicemail from our buddy Josh Chapman.
1: Oh man, four hundred episodes! This is going to be the best cake ever to celebrate. Haws and Will are going to love this. Okay, let's get it, get All it out like there. the, okay. up the line. Look at the time, running late. I'm just going to get this, get this down to them, get this couriered up. Uh, 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 uh. Damn it. Well, happy 400, guys. Uh, I hope you have a great day. Uh.
2: I think we just heard the beginning of an international incident. I think Interpol is going to be looking for Josh. What the hell happened there?
3: That was was some sort of crime.
2: (laughs) That sounded like what it would sound like if I tried to make hard candy. Christine said she makes... 40 to 50 pounds of peanut brittle every year and that shit is terrifying every time Mm -hmm. but that's a lot of peanut brittle 40 to 50 pounds damn how much peanuts is that damn baby nut y'all remember baby nut from the super bowl that was a thing whatever man what's it (sighs) what'd you think about journey to the dark head
3: the journey to the dark head funny name but uh
2: this is I'm just gonna go ahead and say it this is my favorite of all of them
3: really cool Mm -hmm. premise Mm -hmm. uh really interesting storytelling in a short amount of time really interesting level of character development in such a small amount of time um
2: yeah um to me Okay, so first off, I, Rick said something in the chat I wanted to address. He said, Josh put glass in that cake. Theater of the mind, buddy. That is 100. You know me. I love a good produced voicemail bit. And that was a good produced voicemail bit. Indeed it um, is. So the minute this episode started, I was like, this? Who did this? It immediately seemed familiar, right? So I immediately, like, I paused it. I looked it up. And sure enough, this is the studio that did Legend of Korra. And okay. that explains a lot because that animation in that show is gorgeous. It does. And this one is gorgeous. Absolutely. Um, I love this one. You know how I came away from the first set of visions being like, I would like to see them continue the story of the ninth Jedi, you know, with more more episodes or whatever. This right. one was the one I wanted to see more of after it was over. It it feels like the pilot for a series, right? where the the sort of archeologist lady and the Jedi kid become friends and they go off on adventures. Um, Gorgeous animation too, man. Like top to bottom and played on that whole theme of like the dark side and the light side intertwining, right? Like Mm -hmm. that was hit on some other, like there's some themes that keep showing up in these that I think is pretty neat. absolutely love this one uh any more of this i could get i would take the lightsaber fight was cool character to design was cool um the flashback with the jedi padawan's master getting killed and then the sith refusing to kill him and how he had that weird legend of the overfiend weapon or whatever the hell that thing was right um i loved it i loved it oh my god yeah Um, um it listen and also unpredictable it's the most anime of the bunch so i'm sure that played a big part in um me enjoying it as much as i did you know right
3: because uh seeing the young seeing the young the young jedi be tortured by his memory yeah you know and see him be so pushed so close to anger but watching him overcome it, watching her so convinced of her notion she needed to behead the dark side statue. And then, you know, seeing with her own eyes how they're they're intertwined, like that realization, again, powerful.
2: Yeah, and I gotta say like, um, the interesting thing to me is like, it's it takes a very sort of interesting concept of like, oh, if we behead the dark side, statue it'll change the fate of the galaxy right like yeah kind of interesting but cool like I, that's anime as hell is what it is
3: yeah but even they may even not you know would not have been successful anyway right, right. kind of seems like even if they no,
2: had. no i think that was the the overall lesson right is that that wouldn't have really changed anything um i love this one and the, the journey to the dark head is a funny title Sounds like it could have been, like, a Stone Cobra song or album title at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, I texted Steve, because, you know, Steve was also kind of bummed that they went away from solely doing anime for the second volume. I texted mm-hmm. him, and I was like, Hey, man, I know you're kind of bummed. They're pretty awesome. But if anything, you should watch this one. This is, yeah. this one got my To Steve recommendation. Um, can't, can't say enough about this one and how much I liked it. I liked top to bottom um i like it did the star wars thing right where the two people are bickering with each other really well because sometimes that doesn't they don't get that right right um it's it's sort of a common thing in star wars where like the two good guys are arguing and bickering like playful um and they do it a couple of times in this episode and specifically at the end of the episode they do it really well i thought Mm -hmm. i really really like this one yeah um okay so next up, we have um, an email slash audio submission from our buddy, Sean, a.k.a. Simon. He says, hey, guys, I just wanted to thank you so very much for having this live th- stream super episode just in time for my sweetheart and best friend, Amber Coward's 45th birthday. I can only imagine the trouble you went through organizing everything. You only missed it by a day, but I'm sure it was just to hold on just to fool her into thinking the celebration was for the blue harvest anniversary well done gentlemen i love you amber also in celebration of the nearing ahsoka series and eight years of blue harvest shenanigans i've recorded a new song for you i hope you enjoy it oh we got a new song buddy sean oh, you guys wow. will know he did the acoustic Kiadi Mundi song he also did the boba fett song that we played and this one's for ahsoka i guess and also happy birthday amber that was real slick sean Yep. I, I would say that was more of a Simon move than a Sean move. all right let's hear let's hear it. Okay, so it's not wanting to play. This isn't in an instance where I think it's playing and uh, the Sasquatch is just sharing staring at each other. Ooh, ooh. Oh boy. did you Can't just go onga before you unga? Can't bunga before you unga? What does that mean? Well, Shh, oh, no, that's sh- a meme.
3: Shit. Unga bunga meme. Okay.
2: Okay. Hold us calm down. It's cool. Everybody's cool. Let's see. Can we get this going here? Huh? Huh? <laughs> What's going on? All right. He sent another one. Don't panic. Everything's cool. Everything's cool. All right everything's not hold on
3: rebuffering
2: rebuffering all right i'll fix this i can fix this live streaming broad brain (laughs) they said they fixed it they said they fixed it all right all right all right how's everybody doing oh my goodness we got people coming in last minute too damn all right okay everything's cool okay (laughs) here we go guys listen
3: I'm in danger.
2: (laughs) I'm in danger. (laughs) Oh God. (laughs) Why won't it? What is going on here? At this point, I don't even know.
3: I'm fine. We're all fine here. We're all fine. How are you? How here? How are you? It's just a reactor leak. (laughs) Oh, Sean. Give us a a second to lock it down.
2: I can't get it to play buddy I've tried both versions is it
3: yeah well uh, let me go get a seltzer and we'll, uh, You. Uh... <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my god okay hold on let's try something else here why did this why is it just this one or is, is everything not working that's my question now everything was everything going so well up
3: till now yeah. yeah
2: i know like we had this one issue where everybody had to stare at a sasquatch picture well i just sat here and smiled like an idiot like isn't that funny geez that's funny <laughs> right here we go is, it, is, it- it is hell yeah we got it
0: Where has he gone? Song. Awesome son She'll need a little help from her friends of here I hope they keep it clean I think you know what I mean And have you ever noticed You can't rhyme a word with all? Oh. That's the color of the new bad guys' life's sold. Palin, Skull and Shin, Hati are two names that one day I'm sure I'll get used to love now. I'll refer to them as the new bad guys. Maybe a bet and make a cameo. That wouldn't blow. How's love it love Unknown regions doing almost Jedi things. Why didn't he have the space whales bring him back? And then there's that inquisitor. I wonder if that's the girl who tried to frame Ahsoka. We all know it's a point to try to bring that thread back.
2: was sick. I like to imagine that Sean was hanging out with one of those those bracelets that hold the harmonica for you while you play guitar. That was really good, buddy. That was totally worth trying to figure it out. We got it. We got to take it care of. I'm 100% sure that was my bad more than anything. That was um, really good.
3: It that was, was really bracelet. good.
2: That was very, very good. And plus, I mean, listen, he really buttered me up Will with, well, maybe Boba Fett will make a cameo, and maybe right. Kiadi Mundy didn't really die. Yeah, Shoo. right. Uh, Rick said he's got to head out. He's got a doctor's appointment in the morning. Good luck with all that, buddy. Um, all right. <clears throat> so, listen. I think we'll stop there. We're not going to end the episode. We're going to stop there with our Visions talk. Since you didn't watch the last one, why don't we just stop? We'll do the first five this week. We'll talk about the back half next week because a couple of those okay. I want to rewatch because um, right. I was all over the place today. Um, right. So listen, what we're going to do is we're going to finish up hearing from my friends before we call it a night. Um, so he just uh, he just took off, um, but this one's from our buddy Rick Villanueva. And yeah, Sean, you're welcome, buddy. No, thank you. That was sick. We're very lucky to have such talented friends. That was amazing. And happy birthday again, Amber. Right. Now, if Rick's voicemail does. Hey, Hawes
4: and Will, it's your boy, Rick. Got it. Just wanted to chime in and give you guys a big old congrats on 400 episodes and shower you guys with all the compliments that I can think of. Um, But I'm not going to do that. I know Hawes doesn't really take the compliments all that well. So I'm going to shower all them on Will. Will, you're getting all the love today. So I know.
3: Oh, nobody can hear anything. I can't hear anything.
4: So I just want to say, Will, thank you for being you. Thank you for making the show what it is. And I want to throw a compliment to you and say you have a wonderful choice in friends, the other guy that's on the microphone. I want to say that you have a wonderful sense of humor because I hear you laughing at the other guy in the microphones jokes. I want to say that some of the references that you make, are complimentary to the guy on the other microphone that's on the show. Start. And I'm sure there's many, many other things that I can throw in there to compliment you and you alone, um, and maybe the other guy that's got the microphone too. The, uh, the hunted, as I like to think of him from time to time. But I'm gonna let you guys jump back into the show. Happy 400, thank you guys so much for providing me with hours and hours and hours and hours and hours of entertainment these last, I don't know how many years that I've been listening to the show. You guys know how i feel i love you both you guys are fantastic and until i don't know episode 1200 800 401 i guess um i'll just talk with you guys all soon may the force be with you
2: you know what's really uh, thank you rick by the way that was oh did you hear how slick thank you for those
3: compliments for me and just for me and not for us
2: yeah yeah these these people Uh, my mom said in all caps, hate these damn ads. I'm sorry, mom. I thought you were, I thought you, I thought somebody gifted you a sub. Did you (laughs) change your son
3: makes the big bucks?
2: Okay. Like the (laughs) ads are. Thank you for the two cents. I mean, they just, (laughs) I don't, I don't have any control of them. Um, so what I was going to say candy is for subs. Ooh. (laughs) Um, thank you, Rick. Thank you, buddy. Thanks. Uh, thanks for your support rick another amazing friend that we're very lucky to have um was real stoked that we finally got to schedule having him on the show this past year for Andor. you know what a perfect episode to have that dude on for him and right. Catherine um absolutely you know i it totally didn't even like i was just so out of it like i didn't we didn't have a single guest for mando season three and it wasn't like a conscious choice it was just like Oh, got to watch Mando and talk about it with Will. A little.
3: Yeah. You know, each, there was there's plenty to talk about. Each of those episodes was. Oh, yeah. Juicy.
2: Talk about what was in the episodes, what wasn't in the episodes, Boba Fett. Boba Fett wasn't in any of those episodes.
3: You know, they owe Boba Fett at least just a second season. Yeah, Buka, I think so, Buka, too. Buka, 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 you owe we'll him, him several episodes at the very <laughs> end.
2: <laughs> All right. Now we got an email from Trey, a.k.a. Gulbeans. He says, hey, Halls and well, it's your boy Trey, a.k.a. Goolbeans. Scheduling, Schedule permitting, I should be in the stream. Congrats on 400, y'all. I'm super happy for you guys. I'm extremely lucky to have found Blue Harvest. I remember it was right after Mando season 2's finale, and most of my friends hadn't seen it, and the ones that did aren't big Star Wars fans. I needed to talk about it with someone, but had nowhere to go. At the time, I had completely given up on Star Wars podcast, especially that one dude, if you know what I mean. That could be so many people. (laughs) I also used to listen to Rebel Force Radio for a bit, but lost interest after they stopped Star Wars Oxygen. If you haven't listened to Oxygen, they dive deep in all the Star Wars music. Highly recommended. I mean, (coughs) David, uh, what's his name? Dave Collins, David Collins. He's got his own show now where he does that star wars and other movies desperate for conversation i searched star wars podcasts on reddit and all the results were podcasts that i had tried before and wasn't interested in on one post there was a comment comment far far away from the top it mentioned blue harvest i hadn't heard of it and decided to give it a try here we are two and a half later, and i'm hooked thank you all so much for everything here's to 400 more ps to whomever commented commented about blue harvest on reddit a few years ago thank you Man, you know, um, I uh, I I remember that night that you and I went and started looking at people talking about us on Reddit. My mom is saying she wants Steel. I think my mom has a little bit of a crush on Steel. I might add. I
5: think she I mean, might. Can
2: you blame her? No, no, certainly not. I just, you know, I think that I think my mom she likes the cut of Steel's jib. Um, I just sent him the link to the studio. Let's see if if he um, yeah, who knew nice. right? chop Josh Chapman said reddit did good, does good. who knew? Um, I don't know that Steele will be able to make it tonight because he was going to see Return of the Jedi uh with Harry, his son in the theater. Um, dude, he has this he's so you know, he's been showing his son his son is four. Um, he's been showing him the original trilogy. Um, so they've watched the first one and then they watched, um, um, Oh man, Jess Auto, AKA Jess, just, uh, gifted a year sub to my mom. Thank you, buddy. That's very, very, very kind of you. Anyways, um, he has been live tweeting Harry watching empire strikes back. They watched it over like a couple of days and mm-hmm. I've been following like so ready to hear what his son's reaction was to the, you know, the, I am your father moment. So one right. thing I got to point out is apparently when Boba Fett showed up in empire, Harry said he was glad he was in there. Cause he's friends with baby Yoda's dad.
0: Oh, that's I was like, cool.
2: I like that. Um, that's cool uh and then um he was also very concerned that the space slug was going to be hungry after the millennium falcon escaped and then he said when it got to the part where the big reveal happens the i am your father that it didn't phase him at all and Steele said what did you think about that and he was like "Mm -hmm." didn't hit him at all crazy i guess Mm -hmm. yeah i guess it's all right um all right hold on i'm texting steel right now let's see if i can't make mo- make up for not sharing that candy from sean i'm trying to get my mom a little eye candy <laughs> Woo! it's going off the rails will is just like what have i signed up to why do we got to do this once a year i'm long on, for will, the run bring, will bring the razzle dazzle that's what that's what people expect from you the razzle dazzle razzle
3: dazzle a little pizzazz okay your mom's uh i think she likes steel i think so too
2: um so we've got a yeah our mom my mom to us she's royalty but what
3: not to what's not to like
2: oh know, man my mom's the best we all know it i know it i know how lucky i am to have barbara burkhardt as my mom you, think you are she's quite the lady um so we got one very short and sweet from the one and only will you ready here I am. Utah.
0: Utah. Uh,
2: Dougie. Dougie. He says, happy 400. Love you guys. May the force be with you. I have spoken. Man, he got it all short and sweet. He got right to it. We love you, Dougie. I hope you're, you're chilling in the dugout, watching some Star Wars, having a good old time next up we got one from our buddy sam he says howdy halls and will just wanted to send a quick message to say congratulations on 400 episodes this is a huge accomplishment and thank you so much for such a positive light in this fandom and my life as well keep up being hot, awesome hu- humans and i can't wait to see what the next episodes 400 episodes have in store have a great week and best wishes sam Ooh, the next okay so, eight years from now, it'll be 2031. Okay. Well, they will still be. I bet you they're still doing new Star Wars. Oh, don't curse it, Hulse. I'll, I'm taking that back. I'm not going to put that out there and jinxing it.
3: Eight years from eight now. Eight years from now? they may not even be television. You might have to watch it on the hollow net. That's an awfully big
2: technological leap in eight years maybe i'll be watching it on a chip in my brain yeah your brain chip i'm thinking i'm thinking very positively (laughs) right now eight years very positive you're watching
3: it on your your quest cortexes
2: Ooh, i am be hanging in san junipero in eight years gone to hang out in Uwantaneo, shawshank redemption Mm -hmm. style call me andy dufresne sheesh i don't know will i don't know um eight years from now that's hard to think about i mean it was honestly hard to think about eight years from when we started and look at us here
3: yeah that's true
2: i wonder what the hot toys will look like in eight years Ooh, that's a good question well listen Mm -hmm. we got a bunch of movies coming up a bunch of tv shows coming up it's what's crazy to think about in eight years right the ray movie will have been out like you know the next movie that they announced the day Falone, like the mando stuff will all be tied up with that movie um and you know fingers crossed the james mangold movie has happened as well like it, star wars is going to look very different when you just think about the state of star wars when we started in 2015 versus now right how different it is it's only going to continue to get more different that's true it's kind of
3: exciting to think about it's going it to grow way. exponentially whichever yeah. movie kind of Blows it out of the water. It could be a new direction for Star Wars altogether.
2: Yeah, I think that's. I think that's one of the main things they're hoping. Right, is one of those hits real big, and they're like, "Oh, we can hitch a ride to this for the next decade or so." And it's green light on Star Wars movies. You know what I mean? Like being a Star Wars fan, when new Star Wars starts up for us, it was the prequels, right? Like that's when new Star Wars started up. There was an endpoint. We knew six years. After we got the Phantom Menace, if everything stayed on schedule, we were gonna get episode three, and that was it. You know what I mean? Like, and now there's no end in sight. That's nice. There's That's been very some nice. big bumps along the way, right? Lots of people come on board, and then it's like, see you later. Oh, can we talk about one more thing before I get to our what I think may be our last email? Let's do it. So, you remember, um, um, Damon Lindelof. He was supposedly working. Well, not even supposedly, he was definitely, um, working on a star Wars movie that he was let go from. Right. Um, and you know, clearly that was the, the post episode nine movie. And you remember how bummed I was because I like Damon Lindelof. I like Lost. I like Watchmen. I like Leftovers. I like the first Star Trek movie he wrote. I like a lot. Prometheus, I like. I like a lot of stuff he's done in the past, um, but mainly Lost. So I was quite bummed. And then it came out. Now, this hasn't been confirmed by anybody, but the source was pretty solid um, that his movie featured. Ray 60 years after rise of Skywalker. So when all elderly Ray training the next generation of Jedi and they were, he potentially wanted Helen Mirren to play elderly Ray. I can't believe I'm saying this, but like, okay, I'm okay with Damon Lindelof not making that movie now because I, I, I don't want that movie. It, it I talked about this yeah. on steel stream today. It, to me repeats an unfortunate aspect of the sequel trilogy, whereas where we didn't get to see the main heroes of the original trilogy until many, many years later because they never made those movies. You don't have to repeat that. You have Daisy Ridley. If she's willing to come back, you gotta use her. Like, and let us see like her rebuilding the order 15 years later. I just think that's, for me personally, a much more preferable way to go with that story. Like, if you want to go 60 years post Rise of Skywalker, eventually do it. I'm all about going way even further in the future. But don't sacrifice the ability to have more stories of Daisy Ridley portraying Rey, you know, by sort of writing yourself into a corner 60 years later. Right. I agree with Corey the Pope. Jedi Finn needs to be a thing in that, too. I, 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 I th- I'm very hopeful that Daisy Ridley was the first one announced cause she's the first one signed on, but that John Boyega and the rest of the crew, you know, are going to sign on too. I really hope so.
3: I certainly hope so.
2: Um, all right. So we got an email from Hannah. This might be our last email. I'll do one last check just to make sure. She says, 400, wowee, haws and will. I think I've been around since episode 150-ish. You two create a community I feel welcome in, With sometimes, while sometimes the Star Wars community can feel a bit icky. You both make me laugh every week, and I'm not the only one who can say that my life is noticeably better with Blue Harvest in it. Congrats on 400. Keep it clean. You know we keep it clean around here. Thank you very much, Hannah. That is very sweet. It's very, That's very nice. nice. Thank you buddy, listen, I think we're gonna have to end it here. You know, we've only, we've gone almost two hours. We talked about half of visions. We covered a lot of voicemails and emails. Everybody was incredibly kind. There might be a small family incident going on with me, not sharing that candy that Sean sent. Now that's going to be a whole thing. I, I guarantee you, you I'm brought to it get, upon yourself, um, Oh, you know what? Uh, Dude, he would be so angry if I forget this. Hold on. Um, This is from Johnny. I forgot he texted me this. I'm glad I remembered. He said, yo, congratulations on 400, Halls and Will. I have a Jedi survivor question from Johnny, his son, Johnny. How the heck did you beat the Rancor? He made me rage quit the game, and now I'm playing GTA. Guys, no no exaggeration, and with no need to explain, the day you two sat down to start a podcast changed my life and my family's life for the better. Love, Johnny, and your buddy, Sabrina. P.S., Johnny was serious about the Rancor, but said he can wait. <laughs> um, listen, uh, little Johnny, what you got to do is you you got to go do some other stuff and level up and then come fight the Rancor. Another thing that helped me, use the Force to grab the bones that are on the floor of the Rancor's lair and Force push them into his mouth, and it'll jam his mouth up in, like, Return of the Jedi, and he can't bite you for a little bit, and you can hit him. That's your old pal Hall's strategy. That bone bit I got from our buddy Jeff. Mom, I That's know I advice. didn't get steel. He's out and about. He's out and about with um, with his son. Seeing Return of He's the doing Jedi. His family him. life. Yeah, you know you can't fault the man there. If you want to, um, if <laughs> if you want to see, what are you laughing about, Will? What's that laugh for?
3: Oh man, Steel's a funny guy. So is Mama Burkhart.
2: <laughs> Um, if you want to see me uh, hanging out with Will or uh, Steele, um, go look up the YouTube stream Steele and I did earlier today, Mom. You can check that out. I'll send you a link. Um, four big guys, and they bust on my eyes. <laughs> mm, 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 <laughs> all right, guys, we're going to wrap it up here. Um, thanks, everybody, for hanging out on the stream, despite a, a couple of technical difficulties here and there. Thanks for looking at that weird-ass Sasquatch for a little while. Um and more than anything, thanks for hanging out with us for the last eight years. We really appreciate yeah. it.
3: Thank you for being part of our community and thank you for coming every week to listen to our show. And we hope you continue to do so in the future. We'll keep making it for you. Yeah, man. As long as
2: people keep listening, we'll we'll keep doing it. Um and Will, seriously, buddy, thank you. Thank you for all your time. Oh, dude. Thank you for being, you know one of my best friends in this world uh the the caliber of friendship that i do not deserve but i'm so thankful to have the dedication you showed to to showing up every week and talking about star wars with your goofy buddy doesn't go unnoticed and you know i know you're a busy guy you got a lot of family stuff going on and i appreciate it every week
3: when you show up and it is uh it's my honor and my privilege to do this show with you i get to do this like this is the highlight of my week in fact so yeah uh, i gotta say buddy like here as your um, yeah of course of
2: course thank you so much for everything kimberly sterling says thanks guys congratulations again my mom says thank y'all love you both sean says congratulations you guys andy bell says take care everybody yeah thank you thank all you, thank peace you for- and love peace and love, love, Turbo peace, and says, love. Peace, says, and peace and love peace and love so guys thank you for everything, Um, we can't thank y'all enough. There wouldn't be 400 episodes without All You. There certainly wouldn't be 400 episodes without Will. There wouldn't be 400 episodes without our amazing theme song from our buddies over at Stoned Cobra. You should check them out on iTunes, Spotify, or at stonedcobra.bandcamp.com. Check me and Steve, Steve Cobra of Stoned Cobra, doing our video game podcast every week. It's High Potion. It's a lot of fun. i'm very lucky i have the two greatest dudes in the world to do podcasts with and it's embarrassing how lucky i am so guys thanks for everything and next week we'll cover the the last four of visions and take voicemails and emails and as as always until then this has been blue harvest and i'm halls burkhart
3: and i'm will Wynn. may the force be with you may the force be
2: with all of you